Hello, everybody. Hi, hi, hi. You are listening to Mindful Moments, Memories, and Mindsets with Brenda, a place where I, I'm Brenda, I share with you the random thoughts and shifts that have helped me and my community heal a bit further and live more fully. I know it's been a minute, but I'm back and I will absolutely continue writing and recording episodes because I am learning a lot and <laughs> and I want to share it with my community so that we may all learn together so that we may all grow together. So this is an episode that has been in the works for what, like two or three months now. And I have just been writing on it as I go. And it's like the pillar of who I am. And so we are going to talk about feelings. Woohoo! So I receive a lot of messages from people on Instagram mostly who have the same question. Basically the same question phrased in different ways. And if you don't know the vibe, of, the vibe of my podcast, well, I consistently tell you and encourage you to feel your feelings. I tell you to feel them fully and non-judgmentally. So that is where we're at. So let's start with the main question I get. The question that I get often when I'm talking to people about feeling their feelings is, why? Why do you think it is so important, Brenda, why is it so insanely necessary that we feel our feelings? And it's literally, to me, it's the only way to get to the next level of your life. So I view life as kind of a video game in a sense, right? Or just, just any game in general. There's, there's obstacles, there's challenges that you have to overcome. And if you don't make it through those like bosses or those battles or those challenges then you never get to advance to the next level or unlock those next powers or whatever it is that you are playing for. And the difference is obviously in real life, we have all of our human emotions to navigate on top of the physical obstacles that we have to overcome. And if we just ignore these emotions, they turn into baggage that we carry into the next obstacle. They don't just magically disappear. So we carry any of those emotions that we don't deal with and it makes it that much harder to get through that next obstacle. And honestly, usually that next obstacle that we're gonna encounter, it's not a leveling up obstacle. It's the same damn thing that we were just trying to work through that we ignored. It's just manifesting itself differently in the physical world. So it's like starting a challenge or a battle or a duel or whatever you want to call it with basically just half a little bar of life because we have so much weighing on us already. And this is how, this is how we do it. No, <laughs> this is how some people fall into those very detrimental cycles of oh i'm encountering the same problem oh i'm encountering the same problem oh why does this same problem keep happening to me it's because like they never can actually deal with the emotions that are causing that problem that are underlying that problem so they're never actually able to move on or up level level up to that next level or move on to that next boss or whatever you want to call it because they're stuck and they're not getting to the root of the problem, which is the emotional work. So 
by avoiding, avoiding your emotions, you are absolutely not going to be able to move into that next stage of life. The idea of people feeling stuck right in life, we talk about that a lot. We talk about feeling stuck and what that means. And really that's stemming from things that you are not allowing yourself to feel fully, things that you are not allowing yourself to touch on, things that you are not allowing yourself to heal from your past. So to answer the question, why do we need to feel our feelings? It's because we, if we want to level up, we got to feel our shit. We have to. There is no way to move past it. The only way is through. The only way out is through. So the biggest thing though, because obviously why do we avoid feeling our feelings is because it's really fucking hard. And that is the truth of it. And we have to just know that. We have to know and we have to sit with that fact of it's not something that's going to feel comfortable and it's going to feel tricky and tough, but it's always worth it. So real quick tools that always, that I always connect to telling people when I tell someone to feel their feelings, I always add the words, but you have to feel them in a compassionate and non-judgmental way. You have to, have to, have to sit in your own headspace and kind of remove yourself as best you can. You practice this often, but you practice this and you remove yourself and you you have compassion for yourself. You don't judge yourself for these feelings. This is something I tell my clients when they find that they have something really blocking them from their full success or from getting to that goal that they have been, that we have been working toward. You know, they ask me, they say, Brenda, how do I feel all of my stuff without falling apart and letting my life fall apart? And my answer is you don't. Because sometimes the transformation that you do need is found in the chaos of falling apart. Not always. And definitely it's, it's not, that's not always the case. And that, that can be the extreme. But if you have allowed yourself to build up such a wall of feelings, then when you finally start tackling them, it does feel like everything is falling apart. It feels like that foundation is just opening up and and just everything you've known feels like it's completely changing because you're actually allowing yourself to find your truth. So what I always say is that maybe there'll be that one initial breakdown if you really have been that avoidant. You'll have that initial breakdown, but once you move past that, once you use the tools to get yourself through that, your feelings get so much easier to navigate and and you really find that you don't necessarily ever have that huge breakdown again because you're consistently doing the work to handle your feelings. And so it just becomes this habit and it becomes very simple. It doesn't necessarily become easy, but it becomes simple and necessary to who you are and how you're living your life. So the more we do something, the easier it becomes, right? And the reward that comes from practicing it over and over again is so much more peace. And 
just allowing really truly thinking of your life and just looking at your life and being honest with yourself that's the biggest that's a big part of this too is being able to be so fully honest with yourself that you can acknowledge the different parts of your life and how they make you feel and still feel like you have control over them so yeah yeah you're evolving the moment that the moment that you start feeling your feelings you start evolving and you start evolving rapidly and it's because you are finally letting all of this shit out that you've been holding on to the stuff that has been literally stopping you from moving into that next level of your life you are breaking generational patterns you're acknowledging the responsibility and roles that you have played in every single part of your life and you're setting your past self completely free and you're setting yourself up for a very free and light future so of course it's not supposed to just be an easy journey or easy process and especially at first but it is always 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 worth it and it is always going to save you from from bigger breakdowns in the future and it's only moving you forward so that's the why that is my why at least and that is what I have found to be true for my life the moment I allowed myself to feel everything I'm a big feeler in general but and because of that honestly I stopped myself I stifled my feelings for a long time because I was so overwhelmed by them and I was just falling into depression because Oh, like time and time again because of the fact that I just had a lot of feelings and I didn't know what to do with them. So I just kind of closed the door on them and said, oh, nope, I'm not going to deal with you now. I'll deal with you later. And, and no, it's just so different now. <laughs> and I'm so grateful for my feelings because they are, they are truly my biggest teacher. And, and you can befriend your feelings. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. Okay, so another question I get, moving on, is how, right? How do we do this? How, how, how? How are there steps? What do I do? Who do I talk to? What's the vibe for feeling my feelings? Who's going to help me? Who's going to guide me? There are, friends, there are so many so many books about feelings <laughs> there's so many movies there's so many pixar movies about feelings all of the things um and the resources are out there if you want to look for them i will i will talk about a couple of steps and whatnot that i want to talk to you about but you have communities you have access to therapists you have access to counselors you just gotta reach out you have to be the first one to reach out because no one knows that you are struggling in dealing with your feelings if you keep that into yourself so it always starts with you that's just a reminder i will share with you my steps for feeling my feelings and if you know anything about me like i said before you know that i'm a pisces so emotions are my jam and I have seen and talked through all of these emotions with many a therapist, psychics, counselors, and, and coaches. 
So this is my journey. These are my steps that I have really found helped me. So take what resonates, leave what doesn't as per usual because we are all on very unique journeys. So without further ado, my six steps to dealing with our emotions. First thing is identifying, identifying, identifying your emotions. And that can also mean researching emotions, researching the actual words that maybe you don't have in your vocabulary so that you can, when you are feeling something, identify it easily without having to be like, no, there's no word for this. We as humans like to have words to describe things. It makes everything just that much more logical, which actually is super helpful when you are dealing with your emotions. It's good to have that grander perspective. It's, it's good to be able to step outside of yourself for even just a second to be able to identify. So identifying things right away, mad, sad, jealous, disappointed, anxious, loving, excited, nervous, scared, petrified, like whatever, identifying the words, that's it. You just have to identify it to start and non-judgmentally accept that you are feeling that word. You recognize it. You say, yep, hey, what's up? You're here. You've arrived. And after that, then you have step two is this idea of being able to remove yourself from the stimulus. So whatever it is that is encouraging you to feel in that way, because we're not going to blame the, anyone because we are the ones who own our feelings, but the stimulus is making us feel them further. We need to find a moment to walk away. We need to find a moment to be by ourselves in whatever you're feeling, whether it's excitement, like extreme excitement and or extreme sadness or extreme anger, just allow yourself to go sit in that, that moment. Because if you let it just be fully present for that moment, there's a, there is a, I need to look this up again, but there is research done about how long how long those heightened emotions actually last and it's no longer than a like a couple seconds like the, that actual height of the emotion but so many of us don't allow ourselves to get to the height of it that then it gets drawn out way longer i'm gonna look it up i will research it and put it in the comment thing so that we all know anyway point being you remove yourself from that stimulus and whether that means just for that moment, if that's all you can do, a moment is enough to go feel whatever you need to feel, five minutes, 10 minutes, or if it's a big enough emotion and maybe something that you've been working on for a while and you just need to be in that state by yourself for the day, then rock that and don't judge yourself for that. Don't judge yourself for having to take a day to just process, to just let yourself sit in it. It's one day. And that is, but that is my biggest rule for myself is 
no longer than one day to really be fully in that emotion. Because sometimes when that happens, right, we become this, it can be paralyzing. There can be emotions that definitely paralyze us. And, and so my rule is I allow myself to be in that state if I need to be for one day. And I have found that anything longer than one day puts me in a depressive cycle. So for my specific energy, I only allow myself 24 hours max because I can easily dip down. I can just, I can go days, weeks, months within that same emotion and stay stuck there. And I don't want that anymore. So my rule is my 24-hour rule, okay? So you're feeling your emotions. That's what just happened. Step three, expressing your emotions outwardly for yourself. So this is not, this is not talking to somebody. This is not for somebody else. This is a self-expression moment. So during this time is when we just have a good cry. We listen to songs that make us remember or just feel tap into that emotion a little deeper maybe. Maybe we just we cry it out. Maybe we yell into a pillow. Maybe we start cleaning and we start moving that energy around. Maybe it means we burn a note. Maybe we write, we journal, right? And we burn that piece of paper. Maybe we grab a painting set. What is that called? Grab like a, grab paint. I'm not a painter. Can you tell? You grab paint and you start painting and you start drawing on a big blank canvas. Maybe you put music on and you start just dancing. Maybe you just start stretching. Maybe you just start flailing around. Whatever it is that you need to get out, whatever it is that you are feeling, needs to come out of you in some self-expressed way. And it has to feel, this has to be the biggest moment of not judging yourself. This has to be the moment of you looking at yourself the way that you look at your best friend or the way that you look at your kid or the way that you look at a parent that you love. You have to care about yourself in this moment so much that you are just expressing everything outwardly within your own space. And during this this step, during this time, I love writing. So I'm a, I'm a big journaler, especially in my emotional moments. It feels like the only way to get all of my thoughts that are all jumbled and confused and it's just so nice to just get it all out in that moment I also love to do this tool that I learned from one of my coaches to read read the journal entry or read a letter about that emotion whatever I wrote in the mirror to the person in the mirror but know that the person in the mirror isn't me so it's a whole it's it's a whole thing but it's this idea of Again, knowing that this emotion is a part of me, but it is not 
who I am. It does not define me at the end of the day. So that's really cathartic and really cool. But yeah, you have to do something to express it outwardly. And you have to be creating a very safe environment for you to do so. I want you to only be able to worry about your own self in that moment. Tell yourself in the mirror by the end of that moment too that you love yourself. Give yourself an, a physical hug or like high five yourself or do anything that you can to then give yourself some kind of positive reward in a sense, just even just a positive affirmation word to yourself that you were able to express that emotion outwardly for yourself and not out on anybody that really be proud of yourself in that moment that you were able to get it out again i'm just going to repeat myself that you were able to get it out for yourself and not project it onto other people so after you're done feeling all your feels and you're really that's like the hardest moment is expressing it and not putting it on somebody else because that usually usually other people are our stimuli and so once you're done expressing it for yourself self-expressing it then we're finally in a state where we can reach out and have the conversations that need to happen and or just the supportive conversations, just literally any conversations. It's the time for us to connect with another human being so that we feel and we understand and we remember that we are not alone in that, that space, in that emotion. We're never alone. There are billions of people on this planet and at least a hundred of them have felt the emotion that you have felt and that have very similar stories to the story that that you are living in that moment it might not be the exact same but i but there are so many people that really truly the world becomes so small when you actually start talking to people and their experiences a big huge reason why i do what i do and why i'm so open about my life is because i know that by sharing my stories, I am helping people feel like their life is going to be okay because maybe they're going through a similar hard turmoil moment in their life, but they, by hearing someone else talk about it, they understand that they will get through it. They understand that, holy moly, it's not just me. And that sense of community is what saves so many people. So this is your moment. This is your next step, your fourth step of reaching out, of honestly not overwhelming yourself. That's a big part of it. Reaching out to your two or three most trusted humans and just recording a voice memo to send to all of them so you don't have to explain yourself multiple times. That is my favorite. That's my ideal. That's the way that I do it. Um, sending the same text out just just getting your thoughts out or getting them all on a group call so you can just let out your feelings but you must you must you must talk to your people and talk to your community and ask them the question of 
have you ever felt like this? Have you, has anyone else ever felt like this? Because until you ask the question, people might not know that they needed to, to tell you that. So open yourself up to other humans and open yourself up to other humans' experiences and their emotions because they might have an emotion that's new to you, but that's very common to them. And connect, connect to this big fact that you are not alone in your thoughts and, and find so much comfort. Allow yourself to find comfort in hearing other people's stories and in being able to communicate your feelings to those people. Okay, so you know, we did the, we did the communication thing. We did the reach out thing. My next step, because after you have a couple of conversations about all of it, is the diving into the why, the why you're feeling what you're feeling. Notice I haven't talked about it really at all because I think that when we're actually feeling our emotions, when we're in the thick of it and that and the the self-expression and everything, ah, that's not, for me, that's just never been a time to try and analyze why I'm feeling like I'm feeling. It only makes me burr into a, a sad spiral if I try to analyze my feelings when I'm feeling them because it just feels absolutely incomprehensible. And so I just get frustrated because I feel completely out of control if I can't figure it out in that moment. So I I am not a fan. I am a, a, I'm not a fan of trying to analyze my emotions and the whys behind them in the in those moments. But after a couple conversations and hearing other people's other people's experiences and other people's opinions and keeping an open mind during those conversations and knowing that I'm meant to hear what people are saying, that the words that they are saying are meant to trigger me in some way. And after that, I recognize that I do want to get into the, the root behind the feeling. So it's a time for questions. It's a time to question yourself. And this I recommend doing via journaling or via recording your own voice, asking the questions and just listening to it and then answering them. So yeah, questions like why did the situation that you were in affect you in that way? What from your past came up for you? What came up for you that made you feel in that way? Where do you feel like you could use more support? You know, those questions of why, why has this emotion been present in your life? Has it been really common in your life? Do you know people in your family who experience that emotion all the time? Do you, are you the first one? Do you feel like you're the first one? Has it just never been talked about in your family? Like get into all of these questions because the more information that you have, the easier it is to just absolutely get to the bottom of it and the easier it is to know how to deal with it when it comes up again. Becoming super, super inquisitive with yourself just in the sense of 
being curious and really looking at it with a curious eye versus a judgmental eye is something that is so helpful for preventing any other big explosive moments because that logical side of you it makes sense of it then at that point it's not this thing that you have never looked at it's not this thing that's new to you it's this thing that you've researched basically and that you've and that you've come to terms with because also in answering these questions you're coming to terms and you're accepting a ton about your own life and you're becoming responsible and you're becoming really in tune to the facts of your life and and then when you do that you're able to change the course of certain situations do you want to continue to feel that are there things that you can actively change so that you don't feel that anymore so that that or or if it's something that's good if you're feeling a big feeling because again i like to attribute this to all feelings if it's a big exciting feeling do you want more of that feeling well how can you do that what steps can you put in place so that it comes back to you over and over and over again right so it's all of these questions that are so so important to dive into and and just recognizing that at the end of it all you are doing the best you can and that you you've tried and that is the biggest that is so so special is the fact that you've tried okay so i totally kind of got ahead of myself because that last moment of of questions that last set of questions of okay well how can you feel that more or how can you feel that less is part of the last step for me so that previous step was the why the why do i feel this why am i triggered in this way how you know how often do i feel this what's the pat what's my past connection to it all of that was that these questions this last step is what i call preventative medicine and releasing so preventative medicine to me is you know the vitamins that we take and all of the stuff that we take so that our bodies feel really healthy really good and we do it daily so for me for our emotions i work with affirmations and that's a daily practice daily tool of mine meditation is a huge tool of mine for understanding my emotions and connecting to them before they become explosive you know how it goes so that's what i mean by preventative medicine and that can just start with questions that you ask yourself more questions like what how can you how can you feel more of that emotion or what will happen what will you do when you encounter a similar situation how will you handle it differently and why will it affect you differently what insecurities where what work can you do daily to make sure that if something was hitting your ego that it won't again that it won't affect you that it really won't penetrate you because because you've been working on yourself and because your security is top notch at that point so it is really coming back to this idea of how quickly can you find your peace again how and so that is a daily practice every single day the more you practice finding your peace 
the more that you can handle any other emotion that comes your way. Because because having that tool, practicing every single day, going back to a moment of peace when you're not in chaos, when you feel like finding peace is easy, that practice, that it becomes like a ritual and it becomes this beautiful magical reflex that you have when you then start encountering emotional situations. So that is that part of this preventative medicine. And I have a million other tools when it comes to daily practices for people. And that is something that I really work on with my clients is making sure that they have the daily practices that that feed their mind, body, and spirit in such a way that they are maximizing their peace so that they have all of the power to encounter anything in their day. So I just encourage you to get really curious about what you can incorporate in your day to bring yourself back to that peace state and practice it for when you have to go into battle, okay? And so with that, with all of this, there's that last piece of the last step of releasing my friend can you say goodbye to that to that emotional experience can you after doing all of that work with it after really feeling all of it through can you allow yourself to say goodbye to it and it's we're never forgetting it but we are setting it free or are you going to continue to hold on to it? Are you going to continue to hold on to that grudge and bear that weight? That is the choice that you have after every big emotional moment is will you allow it to take control of your life or will you take back the control and learn the lesson and reclaim your power and harmony over your emotions. Because at the end of the day, we're not shunning any of them. Again, we're living this non-judgmental life over our emotions. Like if I feel mad, that's okay. That I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hate on anger. I'm not gonna hate on sadness. Like we must get to a place where we can objectively see our emotions and become friends with all of them just like they teach you in that movie that i can't think about about the emotions what is it called it is called inside out okay wow that took a a couple seconds there but that's what they're teaching us is to be able to acknowledge that we have an array of emotions and that we have to figure out how to live with all of them because they're going to come back all the time and that's what's beautiful that's what allows us to level up that's what allows us to grow our emotions are a tool for our growth for our evolving humanness we are humans at the end of the day so we are not perfect but we can strive to become to have more harmony in our lives every single day and to have harmony with the things that we know we're going to have to live with until the day that we die. There is no point 
of shying away from our emotions or thinking that we are not allowed to feel them. There's no point. It just stops us from leveling up. It just stops us from getting to that next boss, getting to that finally to finishing the game. Like why, why are we so against that actually? Wow, that's a whole nother conversation, you guys. Yeah, getting to the end of, of life. That's We'll have that conversation one day. Okay, wow. I hope that you are feeling inspired to feel your emotions. This was something that I have been wanting to talk about for a long time. And I could ramble for hours on end about this because I feel so strongly about it. A big reason too, I think, is because I have just encountered so many people whether it be whether it be romantic relationships mostly romantic relationships in which people have been afraid to feel their emotions fully and it affects both parties in such a way that it just feels like time was time was lost that life wasn't able to be lived fully And while I know that everything happens for a reason and everything happens as it's meant, it still does feel like if we could have just unlocked a couple more emotions within ourselves, we could have experienced a much more beautiful reality. So I'll leave you with that. Go experience a really beautiful reality by experiencing your emotions fully and understanding them and becoming friends with them. I love you all so much and I am sending you so much love. There is so much more to talk about in this life. So you will be hearing from me soon again. Wow. Okay. Like always leave me a message, send me a message, connect with me on IG, whatever you've got. I would love to discuss this with you. I would love to get coffee. I would love to do it all so that we can become more aware and more evolved humans. Let us level up. Let us level each other up. Does that make sense? You know what I mean. Let's help each other level up. Okay. Los quiero muchísimo.